Hey, is this thing on? Lance, Nick, ready? Can you hear me? Welcome to the Live Free and Hunt podcast. What is up, everyone? Uh, We just want to thank you for all the positive feedback we've been getting from this podcast. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or even Podbean and YouTube, uh, hit that like and subscribe button. That would help us out a lot. Uh, Follow us along on Instagram and Facebook and uh, check out what we got going on. Uh, We're going to have some good media this year, and uh, we just appreciate all the support from you all. Uh, Thanks again, everyone. All righty, then. Live Free and Hunt podcast, episode number five, coming at you hot. It's Friday night, almost 6.30. Steve isn't here yet, but he will be here soon. The guy's name is Steven Champa. If you haven't heard of him, look him up. He's going to kill some birds, and he has killed some birds. Let's get it. Deck of cards that loves to lose You don't listen to me And I don't want you to Cause we sure have fun Throwing my money away You bet high I bet low You're all in and I'm all broke Another paycheck down the drain Alright, we are all set I'm gonna slap this table so we can get a Woo-hoo, on the camera. Yeah. We're live. <laughs> We're not live. All right, here we go. We got Stephen Champa in the house. That's how you say your last name, right? Yes, sir. All right. We're going to talk about some turkey hunting. But I guess we can hear first how you uh, grew up into hunting or you just started hunting teens or whatever. Yeah, I actually started. Uh, I, I, I went out with my dad and my uncle a lot of times when I was younger. Um, we have a camp actually up in... Uh, Denmark, Maine, and my grandfather was big into hunting, and my dad and uncles, I mean, they were they were weekend warriors. They're going to hate me for saying that, but they are. <laughs> and uh, That's how and, everybody grew up. And, yeah. yeah, exactly, and when I when I first stepped in the woods, I instantly fell in love. You know, there was there was no doubt about it. This was my forever passion, and, uh, you know, I, I wanted to try to get out anytime possible, whenever, wherever, and um, the I we deer hunted me, my dad, and my uncle. Didn't get anything, you know, very green at it, and... Uh, that spring, I was like, you know what, I want to get into turkey hunting. So, me and my dad, we, you know, we did minimal research, very similar to Kevin's uh, situation. You know, yeah, yeah. We we had just little knowledge, little time, and we're like, let's try to make the best of it. And uh, my dad actually worked with a guy that had a private farm close to our house, so we had permission to hunt that, which was awesome. There was birds there, and it was entertainment every morning we were there. At least and, you get to see him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, my this story kind of helps with how i hunt today um me and my dad we were sitting there one day and it started pouring out we were sitting there and we had a decoy out in the field and and uh i had a a shitty slate call and i was like i was like i was like i I can try i can try to make this thing work (laughs) you know so like like i could call a little bit and my and my dad's like ah he's like we had a bird goblin behind us and and uh the call just stopped working because it was so wet and um i was like i just got aggravated with it i threw it off to the side and you know, the silence actually of being quiet, not communicating with the bird actually drew him in. And uh, 
we were sitting there and literally right behind us, I, I remember looking at my dad and my dad looking at me and I had the gun and my dad was, you know, he's like, he's like, they're coming right out. And uh, a bearded hen walked out in front of us and I was like, do I shoot it? And I was like, I, I can't definitely tell it's a, a bearded hen. And I'm like, I don't, you know, and I can hear a Tom gobbling literally three to four feet behind us. Right. And yeah. uh, all of a sudden the Tom comes out in the field and I didn't stop him. I mean, I was young and this was the first turkey I'd ever seen while yeah. turkey hunting. And uh, the turkey was kind of walking and I tried to put a little bit of a lead in front of him and I shot right over him. I remember seeing the pattern hit the dirt behind him. And he took off and uh, I took another shot at him as he was running away and I, I didn't hit him. And I was literally in tears. I was so I was so aggravated with myself. I was crying. But I was like, no, it's okay. I was like, no, I'm like, I was, I was very frustrated. And, uh, and you know, I used to, Probably my dad i'd be like let's go let's go hunting you know we, we finally we got into deer hunting a little more and um we bought a muzzleloader we had one muzzleloader for the two of us and um that same farm we'd go hunting there and you know i'd pry my dad every day after work hey can you he'd pick me up from the middle school i was at and uh he'd pick me up on the side of the road i'd jump in his truck and we'd head up to the let's next go. to the next Where exit we and we'd go sit the last hour and a half two hours of the day and um <clears throat> Eventually, as I got older, my, my dad, you know, he was he was like my chaperone because you got to you gotta oh, be yeah, accompanied gotta by somebody until yep. you're 16. Yep. And uh, he was my chaperone up until I was 16. And once I got my driver's license and, you know, did my hunter safety and everything, I was off on my own. And, right. and uh, it's just been hook, line, and sinker ever since. I, I, Where's uh, Denmark, Maine next to him? Give me it's a... like Bridgeton, Freiburg, that area. Okay, yeah. Um, my, we still have the... That's our, a camp, right? Yeah. Well, it's a it's a full-blown house. We're right on Moose yeah. Pond. Um, our... Uh, our grandparents left the house to us when they passed so it's it's pretty nice property i mean we got two acres it's all like the only thing that's not waterfront is the driveway so you, we're the we're on the tip of a peninsula it's beautiful there's tons of woods up there there's deer you know summertime you drive the roads you see tons of deer oh yeah it's beautiful up there i've tr i tried turkey hunting up there actually one of those beards over there i got up there um I was I was sitting there one night by the bonfire and I was like you know it's the last weekend of Maine turkey season I wonder if I should buy a license Screw and I was it. like I'm sitting by the bonfire that night and across the lake all of a sudden I hear I'm like did I just hear that right yeah, There's and one over there I'm like it sounds like a bird and I'm like I'm usually pretty good at that so I'm sitting there and I listen again if the bird fires off again right before dark I'm like I went inside I bought my license and I was like I'm going in the morning we're I have my stuff yeah. with me and I'm like we're going and I ended up I I missed a bird that morning. And then uh, I ended up getting a bird later on there. Um, <clears throat> but I uh, started hunting with my neighbors um, when my dad couldn't go. And, you know, I, I fell into a good uh, atmosphere of guys that, you know, were really good mentors. And um, one of them, he's been turkey hunting since the 80s. And he said, you know, if you would hear one bird gobble in a day, your day was made. He goes, if you really? he said, if yeah. you connected with a bird, you had, you know, you were the talk of the town. Right. And, um you know, he, he knew uh, Ted Walski really well, who's the biologist, yep. like the turkey, he's the turkey man of New Hampshire. And, yep. um, you know, he, he grew up, well, he started hunting out by the seacoast and as the turkeys moved back towards, um, towards the center of the state, that's, he started following the birds back. But he, um, he taught me a big chunk of what I know about turkey hunting. And I mean, I'm that's forever, awesome. I'm forever grateful for that. <laughs> right. He, uh, he's a really good mentor. He taught me a lot about deer hunting too. And it's it's maybe into the hunter i am today so that's awesome yeah awesome. yeah talking about uh when you hear a gobble across the lake i know you can relate to this yep. i know you can relate to this is like <clears throat> you go out turkey hunting for the day right yeah, yeah. and you're hearing gobbles gobbles and you come back home you're like yeah you had a gobble up heck i'm <laughs> yep. pretty sure i heard a oh, gobble yeah. you're laying in, yeah. you're laying taking that that <laughs> oh, one o'clock yeah. nap and yeah. you're like yeah. 
Oh, yeah, you're like, yeah. no, I didn't just hear that. Yeah, and, then, and then you fall asleep and you hear them. You wake up in your sleep from yeah. like, from a gobble. I mean, uh, I hate that. The amount of naps I've taken. Or the- during hunt, uh, during turkey season at all, you're walking. You know, you think. What was that? What was, oh, was it? it could be a dog barking. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. I just heard one over there. Yeah. It's firing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's gobble fever. That's oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's you know, I, you're taking naps in the middle. Like sometimes I'll take naps in the woods, and all of a yeah. sudden I'm like, oh, I thought I heard a bird. You know, oh, and I'm God. Like, I go back to sleep. Right. So, so that, that's that's generally how I got into hunting. I mean, I'm 25 now, and since I was. 12, 13, 14, I've been yeah. hunting pretty much every season. Stuck and to start, it. Start Absolutely. To end. You got a lot of birds underneath your belt. Yeah, I, I've, I'm going to guess somewhere around 30. When did you shoot your first, Holy first bird? Smoke. Actually, 30 birds? Yeah, I'm going to guess 20, 20 to 30. I, I think I have it written down on my phone somewhere. I shot my first bird on actually senior skip day of uh, my senior year of high school. <laughs> That's me, awesome. and my best, yeah. me and my best friend, we, we hunted all season long, and it was still I was still very green, and um, we were hunting – in uh Goffstown and we had we had birds going all the time and it was like we were just you know out in the middle of this clear cut that they logged and stomped and it was like we'd be standing in the middle of it hoping to get birds to come in we had no idea what we were doing and finally you know we started putting pieces of the puzzle together and I called the Tom in and it came came in on my buddy's weak side and he's like he's like get in front of me and shoot it and I did and I, I missed and uh so we kept hunting the rest of the season and we we were up in Laconia area and we're like let's let's you know it's senior skip day we're going up there for the long weekend I'm like let's bring our turkey out and stuff I'm like we could probably find <laughs> just some, in case some yeah. up there yeah. Yeah. nice fields yeah. and woods over so there my aunt lives in Meredith right on uh, Meredith Neck and and we're like oh, we're like let's go let's go look around see if we can find some birds so we we hunted a couple spots nothing I called my aunt I'm like hey can we come try behind your house for turkey she's like absolutely we walked up there and I called I think it was four or five Jakes come walking down the hill and we didn't care at that oh, point yeah, I mean, you're we, taking we, whatever. yeah yeah we were yeah. green as green could be we were like any bird that comes in we're gonna shoot and we had him come in and we counted to the count of three and boom we doubled up and it was like you know it was like ever since then it's you know it's been birds every year since you know That's it's awesome. it got me hooked and keeps me going more and more every year <laughs> now you are the second. Uh, record holder of New Hampshire. Yep. Yeah. yeah. In uh, 2017 opening day, um, my fiance is going to be really mad if I don't tell this story how it is. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> we were going out. We were we were scouting around at certain spots, and uh, me, her, we were out looking. And a friend of ours said that uh, we that he knew of a hayfield that was all posted at the time. And I said, Hey, can you get me permission to hunt in there? And he was like, Yeah, I think I can. So. He made a phone call and he got us permission to hunt in there and um we ended up going there that night it was the night before turkey season and we roosted six toms so we're like you know all of our other spots have one or two birds i'm like yeah. i think we feel pretty good about there's this six place. birds here we yeah. should be able to make something happen so me and her go there opening morning and um i mean the birds were just fire there was jakes and toms all in the trees on overlooking this pond and um and the birds flew down and some of them walked up this hill and I, I was trying to let her shoot and there was birds like 30 35 yards where i would have shot all day but she didn't feel comfortable taking the shot and all the birds kind of worked their way out to this this hay field and then they came back into the woods and one of them come walking right down the logging road and it was it, if it was five yards i mean if that in front of her and i'm telling her to, <laughs> i'm telling her to shoot it and i think the tom saw my mouth moving when i said shoot or he heard me whatever it was and, and uh see it. he took off and he started to run back up the logging road where he came down and she couldn't get a shot at him because she's got to be on a rest and uh yeah. i stuck out around the corner and as he was running away i put it on the back of his head and and i rolled him over oh. and um 
I walked up to him. He flopped into a puddle. He was covered in silt and mud and oh, everything. Yeah. He, he looked awful. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, it was a nice bird. And I flipped him over and I was like, oh, nice paintbrush beard. And I was like, oh, wait, there's two beards. Oh, wait, there's three. I was like, oh, awesome triple beard. I'm like, I've never even shot one of those. I've never even really seen one around in here. New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. That's crazy. So we kept hunting actually. And probably about 20 minutes later, I ended up calling in a group of Jakes. Just we literally walked back up to like where the truck was and we walked down the roadway a little bit and we got behind this dirt pile and I called in I think it was three or four Jakes and I'm like if you want to shoot one go ahead and all of a sudden the gun went off and I see the Jake fall and I'm like I'm like hey right Whoa, on son of a bitch yeah, you did it opening day we <laughs> yeah. doubled up and yeah. this was the last year before or no this is the second to last year before you could shoot two birds so we were both tagged out opening morning it was awesome. you know it was a great feeling good picture I got a picture of the two yeah. of us with the bird excellent with our birds and uh so I get home I dry the bird off and I'm like, wow, I'm like, this thing has four, four, five beards. Oh, my God. I'm like, wow, this is unreal. So I go to the registry over by our house, which is Jadon's in Nashville, and I'm, I'm asking the guy at the counter, you know, is there any trophy bird program? He's like, not that I'm aware of. He's like, I don't really know, though. I don't know much about hunting. And then the uh, local game warden, uh, Sean McFasden, pulled in, and he was like, I'm like, hey, Sean, do you know anything about a trophy, trophy bird program? He's like, nope, no idea. So, um I was like, oh, I just kind of rolled with it. I was like, oh, I was thrilled. and um, Which is kind of messed up be? because New Hampshire has the deer program. Right, absolutely. Over 200. Right. You know. And, you know, the antler club, too. I'm like, yeah. why, why yep. don't they have one for turkeys? But, uh, you know, to me, I was just happy to shoot right. the bird. Right, absolutely, and, yeah. Um, my fiance will never let me live it down. She, you know, she'll forever <laughs> tell me I stole her bird. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but so I, I, I go home and I post the thing on Facebook. And uh, Carter Heath actually um, reached out to me about, Two and a half minutes, if that, after I posted the bird on Facebook. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like, hold on, he's wait like, a second. He's like, I got to see this thing. So I ended up meeting up with Carter, and he looked at the bird, and he was like, this thing's unreal. He's like, you got to get this entered into the NWTF uh, trophy program. So I did, and ended up uh, scoring, I think, 97 and a half on the NWTF uh, on their score sheet. And We're going to put it up <clears> with pictures yeah, uh, with the podcast. So Yeah, and it's uh, – it's five beards. I think it's nine and a half, five and three quarters, six, two and a half, and then three inches on the five beards. He had inch spurs. It was 23 and a half pounds, so it was yeah, a heavy bird. A, yeah. Um, and Carter got in the record book for me, so it was a big big shout-out to Carter Heath. He does yeah. a lot for New Hampshire and the NWTF. He's a really, really super guy, you know, That's really awesome. good really good person to have in our community as uh, as hunters. He's Damn. someone good to have on your side. I know. Oh. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm gonna go shoot one. It, it is gonna be here before we know. We, know, we got only month. two months. Yeah, if two that, everybody's got the yeah. itch. We get a well, lot of snow outside month. still, yeah. but it's yeah. like, scouting here in no com- time. Compared another, to the southern month. part of the state, you guys got a ton of snow. We got yeah. nothing. I mean, the, the birds are still scratching acorns under leaves. Yeah, I know. Really? Oh my yeah. god, it's it's bare ground. Yeah, it is. Know? It's nuts. I don't know. I go up. I work up north, so I got snow, and it goes more snow, more snow, more snow. I'm like, son of a bitch. Never gonna write, I'm not, we're not going to see a turkey season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turkey, Turkeys will be last strutting year, in the snow. Last oh, yeah. year, I think Arrow had snow until, like, June. Like yeah, early yeah, June. yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people insane. riding sleds for oh, a long time up there last year. Three, up there right yeah. now. Which really isn't much for up there. They still haven't. We still haven't even really gotten a big storm. I know. It's, it's been a very mild winter. Not even northeastern. Yeah. Well, Nothing this year. We were talking, when you got here in the driveway, we were saying the deer have had, deer and turkey have had oh, an excellent yeah. season. Yeah. Like, e- up here, even up here. I drove by that group that... Ty's wife sees every every day, if not the second group she sees. But uh, yeah, shit, I About looked over those. Uh, yeah, day. I looked over those deer and I'm like, they they're healthy, man. Oh, they yeah. look all all of them look yeah. good. I saw even a young one probably a year and a half, and 
that deer was even at least 80 pounds. Yeah, which is so good. I mean, really healthy deer. Yeah. It's, it's good to see them make it through the winter, you know. If, if, they, if they make it through the winter, I mean, they'll live a, usually a good life unless the coyotes right. get to them. Yeah. I mean. So we did have some early snow, too, which I'm guessing would help with the deer ticks or the, the uh, winter ticks. The winter ticks. I, I, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because I actually saw a post on Facebook yesterday on one of the pages. Um, Vermont had a collar. I think it was a calf. I and saw it that. Died. Yeah, and it died. And it, they showed it like a six inch by six inch patch of the of the uh, the moose's hide, and it was just like. Oh, uh, like, was it covered? Uh, it was. It was sad to see. It was. Yeah. It was really sad. It's That's like terrible. Those poor things. I mean, they go they, through that, and it's it's just gonna wipe them out. Those eventually. ticks just live off that blood. That's how they stay alive. Is just they they drink that freaking. Yeah. Well, we <clears throat> were. Out, what were we doing? Oh, we were just blood. scouting last year, and me and Lance went out and. Oh, we found that dead we found, moose. Yeah, yeah that we, we were like came up into this ridge, and it, you can see where the moose have been stripping the, the bark, bark off the, off the trees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, we got oh, on. Holy shit! You know, there's a moose up in here. A lot of sign. A lot. Every. I'd we just, were looking for deer sign. If you find those moose yards, you can usually find sheds in yeah. there yeah. too. Yeah. So we went <clears throat> on another, I don't know, hundred yards maybe. We got on rabbit track, so we just kept taking. I had a rabbit shotgun track. with me. So yeah, they, they uh, like silver maples. They both yeah. do. I mean, the That's moose. That's what and, they were stripping. Yeah, the moose and the jacks that they or the the hares. They'll both. like I got on a rabbit track. I was like, oh, this thing's pretty hot. Let's just get on it. See if we can. Find catch, up to, up, right. catch up this rabbit rain. ran right over that moose oh no kidding jumped yeah. right over it wow and well, we're like holy shit is that a bedded moose so we're like sneaking up on it and it's not moving i'm like yeah, it's no dead. it's dead it was a calf that's awful yeah so I, and as you got to it you could see where the moose like struggled like it would run 10 yards all of a sudden like drop like down. kick like a yep. like a horse would or something turn yeah. around circle around run the other 10 was it picked on yards? by any predators at all nothing, nothing. Hadn't, it hadn't it hadn't been touched 24 hours wow. when it died because every we got we had snow previous to that and i was like there's yeah, no snow, snow in these tracks these are all yeah. brand last new. night yeah. brand yeah. new paper and, yeah <clears throat> that's sad to see i messaged one of my game warden buddies and they don't do asked anything them, about it yeah you know you want to i don't know if they test them or if they're they, be they know the problem i yeah. think i think they just know it but i mean hopefully it said i think a week before they found a dead calf on mount jesse yeah yeah, something that it wasn't far from where we are. Another probably ten miles. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's sad. I mean, hopefully something can be done about it. Hopefully they can preserve it because I, I don't know. Spray the deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. spray the deep. They can put a man on the moon. And hopefully they can kill six. You know. Yeah. That was one of the comments yeah. on that on that thread. Actually, yeah. somebody said that you know if we can put a man on the moon, we should be able to kill six. But I mean, yeah. Same it, with cancer. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. It's the inevitable. So. You want to go into uh, this past season? This past season was banner for me. It was yeah. my, it was my best year, hands down. Um, I had I should have went four days, four birds between Mass and New Hampshire. Mass, you can only shoot one bird a day. Um, New Hampshire, you can shoot one and then go register one, or shoot one, register it, and then go back out, and you can continue to hunt in the day. Yeah. Um, open morning a Mass. Uh, it you know a spot I scout religiously. It's kind of like an every year I get a bird there. I think the past four years of I've killed turkeys. Oh here. yeah, everyone's got that one spot. Oh yeah, Everyone yeah. Does. This is this is my honey hole, and it's funny because one of my best friends actually shot a turkey in there, and he was kind of explaining it to me, and and uh, Didn't say and anything. I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, did this happen to be there? And he's like, yeah, it was right there. I was like, how'd you know? I was like, because that's like my honey hole. I was like, but you know, what? I was like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> it's mad. Okay. I was like, I was like, I'm glad it was you of all people, you know, that found it. But um, I went in there, and uh, you know, there's always four or five toms and a, a good flock of hens always, and um. You know, just just a normal off the roost hunt. They they always fly down and then they kind of walk through the 
this timber piece and then they come out into the small field and it's almost all surrounded by houses very rural hunting um and i was sitting there and from behind me i could hear something scratching and i'm like huh wonder what that is and i was kind of in some really thick cover i only had the window at the field to shoot and um i looked to my right and it was a hen and she starts calling so i just shut up i i, I was very very little calling i don't call much off the roost hunt as light and as little as possible Wait, just do some tree calls and yeah some some soft it, some soft yelps i mean that's some little bit of clucking that's it but i mean i try you to never s- do like a fly down cackle or anything i do sometimes depending on the situation depends on how far fired up the bird is i mean if that bird's really really hot in the roost and if i know he's alone i'll I'll be a little bit more vocal, but not much. I still right. like to be very quiet. That you worked know. the best for us this year. Is just hit that call a couple times and shut up. Less is more. Yeah. It yeah, really is. It is. Less is more yep, when it comes right. to turkey hunting. And uh, so I let that hen just do the thing. And she was like 20 yards to my right. And all of a sudden I look and I hear hens fire up like 80 yards to my left. And I see one hen, two hen, three hens, four hens come out. And they start charging at this one hen that's to my right. And I'm like, why are they charging at her? I mean, they're probably the bosses of the group. And here comes a Tom right behind them. And I was like, Ooh. I was like, oh, boy, <laughs> here this, we go. this is going to be real quick. <laughs> so, so I had my gun up on my knee. And all of a sudden, the four hens, there was like a little knob in front of me. And they come walking across the knob. And the Tom was last. And, and I shot him. And. I was like, oh, I was like, that's awesome. So I packed him up, and I was like, oh, the day, now you gotta, my, my day's done, though. Yeah. You know? What time was that? No, oh, it was it, mass. It, so yeah, it, it was okay. mass. So yeah. it's they usually start the week before New Hampshire, that Monday. Yeah. They open on a Monday. Yeah, I, so I'm a firm believer an early bird gets the worm. You know, yeah. if, if you're out there Literally. the first couple yeah. days of the season, you're going to get turkeys. Yeah. I mean, you won't see as many three-year-olds or bigger ah, birds. I but feel the same way because the first, like, you got, you go in, in New Hampshire. Weekend. You have yeah. Youth Weekend. Yeah, yeah. You have which is this, probably the same weekend as in Mass. Mass. Open. Yeah, it's yeah. probably it's. I think it's the day before Mass opens. Man, you, those you, first two weeks in New Hampshire are crucial. Are, are crucial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because if you, depending on where you're hunting, if you're hunting with a lot of other hunters. I feel like they get educated. Oh, absolutely! So quick. Especially if you're hunting very, you know, uh, public places that get a lot of pressure. I mean, down my way you, during turkey season, it's nothing to go down the road and see a truck every, you know, three, yeah, four hundred yeah. yards. I mean, like, oh, I know those birds are at. There's a yeah, lot of yeah. birds. I mean, we have a lot of flocks of birds. I mean, you can, yeah. you can, you can go a quarter mile and find a different flock right. of birds from what you're hunting. But um, so I got out of there that day and I went home and I had the day off from work, so I just kind of relaxed and. Um, I started thinking of my game plan the next day, and it was supposed to be torrential down downpours that morning. And this, I actually, this is one of the uh, the situations where I use a decoy. I don't, I very rarely run a decoy. Really? Um, yeah, I, I I'm strictly mostly run and gun. Yeah. Um, I I use decoys if I take people out because it I feel like it, it it's a little easier with a decoy, um, especially if you're hunting fields. If they see it. Yeah. yeah. If they yeah. see it, it's definitely um definitely helps um i brought a kid out this year he's 18 19 years old and he shot a bird with me no decoy we were hunting for like two hours it was really cool to, to watch somebody else shoot one you yeah, know i get yeah. to see my fiance do it and she's crack shot but uh we um <laughs> I, I went out on it was pouring rain out this morning it was the second day of mass season and i went i went to the spot the night before and there was two toms roosted in the trees with a couple of hens and i said well i said i gotta get tight and i gotta i gotta use a decoy i gotta have him come down because you 95 of the time those toms fly down for I, the, the hens fly down first yeah and, yeah. and yep. i'm like uh i'm like all right i'm like we're gonna do this get in tight get in early you know i got in like an hour and a half before light so i could get real you know i'm i don't know this could just be me. This could be coincidental, but I, I like to get in super early, like almost too early. So the, you know, the, they have no idea that you're there. You yeah, can, we you get, we're going in there for like four thirty. Yeah, yeah. We're in there an easy hour and 20 minutes. My dog. Before, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> before uh, they even drop down. Yeah. So I, I got in there super early. I, I got like 50 yards from this bird and I, um, 
I uh, I put the decoy out and I, I sat back and I called a little bit and like I said, it was pouring, it was windy out. I'm like, I, I just gotta hope this decoy works. And they, they gobbled like once in the tree and I was wondering if they got bumped somehow in the roost. Um, but I called and it was like after fly down time, I had been watching these birds all scouting. So I'm like, they should be flying down at 542. Right, it was like right. six o'clock and they haven't right. flown down yet. And I had to work that morning. I, got a, I was only like 10 minutes from my work. But uh, this Tom flew down and he, he flew down past the decoy actually. And um, so he flew down to my left and I was like, I'm not going to be able to get a shot at this bird. My gun straight in front of me. And the, he did the best thing for me, the worst thing for him. And he actually displayed, he, he went into a full strut and when he did, he had his, his back to me and his, and his head. So was, and his, his ass. It, yeah, yeah. I was looking at his ass and his, his head was facing away from me. And when he did, I was able to turn my gun. And as, as, oh. soon, as, as soon as he let his fan yeah. down, I let him, I rolled him over and, uh, it, it, you know, I, I was like, oh, before work, everything, you know, I threw the bird in the truck. I was soaked. I stepped in a puddle that I felt like waist deep into. Had no idea it was there when I was trying to sneak in sneak there early. In, yeah. 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 So then um, New Hampshire came uh, the next day. So it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was opening day in New Hampshire. And I went out and I've been watching these birds and I saw a friend of mine there um, and he was going to be hunting the other side of the road. There's kind of two separate flocks of birds. They wouldn't, you know, they would mingle. They would all congregate in the same places. Yep. But the Toms seemed to be roosting on one side of the road and the Jakes were roosting on the other side of the road. And he was going to the side where the Jakes were. So I was like, perfect. I'm going to yeah, go. I'm going to stay right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't shoot Jakes anymore. I used to when I was younger. And I don't shame anybody for it by any means. I mean, if, if yeah, you want to shoot Jakes, all the power to him. I just, I like a nice heavy set of spurs and a nice beard, you know? Nope. Yeah, so, I agree. So I stayed on the, uh, I stayed on the side of the road that I was going to hunt. And I, I get there and the, I pull in and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get right up to these birds. And I pull in and I see another truck pulling behind me. I'm like, ugh. And I told the guy what my game plan was. And he was like, um, you know, I plan on going up there, but I won't now because you're going up there. So I, I got up there and somebody shot and, you know, it was, it up was in your area. that you Yeah. Were saying? Yeah. Not far from me. I heard a gunshot go off. It, it, it was enough to startle me. And I ended up running into the guy who shot and he shot right in his backyard. It, was, it wasn't much of a hunt. He shot it out from underneath his bird feeder. You know, yeah. it's like, come on, man. It's, it, you know, it, I was out there trying to be fair chase and. It didn't happen that way, so I, I got frustrated. I left, and uh, right across the street is a is a spot where I've killed birds before. And I walked in there, and there's a nice dirt road that goes down, you know, probably four, five, six hundred yards. And I'd walk, and I'd stop about every hundred yards, call, walk, call, walk, call. And uh, when I like when I call, try to get a bird shot gobble, I always hit them with the loudest cut, clucks the loudest thing to make them shock you know almost like you'll hear them gobble and they'll stop sometimes because yeah. you, you shock, you shock them. Them. You, you, yeah um, oh, holy yeah, shit yeah. was that yeah <laughs> I, I give them the best i got right off the, the gecko and uh i was walking and i finally get almost to the end of this dirt road and and i, I called and I'm, i heard a bird fire up up on top of this hill and i'm like all right i'm like this i'm like it's you know that eight thirty nine o'clock time where the hens are going to their nest. Yeah, yeah, and, this, bird and, yeah, and this, bird, this bird's looking, you know. So, so I sat down right on the edge of the roadway, and it's it, it's a logging road, so it's class six road, not even you know you can shoot right on the roadway. Yeah. So I, I like I said, I don't use a decoy, so I just put my back to a tree up on top of a knob, and I was watching the birds. They were walking through some mountain laurel, and they were just zigzagging. There was two toms, and finally one of them was standing like sixty yards behind the other one, and. uh one of them come out onto the roadway and he was displaying and you know i could hear his wings dragging on the ground i was watching him and he'd go back into the woods and then he'd come back up through the woods and he got up onto the roadway and he just kept coming on a string and i'm like 
keep coming, keep coming, yeah. keep coming. Only time. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, as soon as you get to that opening, I'm shooting. And finally, he was full dis- full display, full strut, and he walked right up to me, and uh, I shot him right in that opening. And I was like, wow, I was like, that's awesome. So I I went, I registered him, and uh, I went back out. I had a a group of toms going, and. Uh, Later to my knowledge, I didn't. Same, same. No, spot. no, no. Oh. I went. To, I went a couple towns over and closer to my house because it was later in the day. I'm like, you know, get home for a reasonable time, and I, I scouted this piece very lightly. I, you know, and that's unlike me. Usually, when I scout, I know every tree in the place for birds. You know, and, right. Um, there was a brook, and they they didn't want to cross the brook, and I should have been on the other side of the brook, and I would have got a shot at them. They came down to the brook, they stopped and turned around, and went back up to the field. Um, I didn't end up making anything happen that afternoon. And then the next day I went out to that spot where I first went on opening day and uh, I got right up 40 yards underneath a tom and a hen in a tree. I roosted them the night before and same thing. I said, I got to get tight and underneath this guy. And um, early season's tough because there's no cover on, you know, nothing's yeah, green. Nothing. It's, no, it's all bare. No green, you yeah. know, it, it's, it's really hard to get up underneath those birds without busting them. So I got up underneath them and I, I was calling a little bit and the hen flew down and she flew down like – feet for me like i i could throw my shotgun i could throw my shotgun at her (laughs) and uh and they and the tom flew down like 40 yards behind her down the hill and i was like oh this ain't gonna happen this morning i only got you know an hour before work so i i packed up and i started to head back to the trail that i walked in on and i get there and i just happened to catch something out of the corner of my eye that i thought was red and i look and it's a it's a tom full display like feet for me like 10 feet for me i'm like oh boy so I, I clicked the safety off on my gun and I leaned back and then I peeked back out around this hemlock tree again. And he was I'm, just walking down yeah, the trail? he was coming up the trail. He was coming right towards me and I got impatient and usually, I, usually I'm the most patient person when it comes to turkey hunting, yeah. believe it or not. Um, I can, you know, I, I usually wait a, a good amount of time until I know a bird's gone, but I think I just was like, I had work on the brain, you know? Yeah, right. So I, I stepped back. gotta get out of here. Yeah, so I stepped back <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to stick my head back out around this tree and shoot. And, and I did and he, uh, he just slightly picked his head up and I thought I had it right on him, but he was so close i mean my pattern oh, yeah. was like a slug at that ball. Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so i missed him and i was like oh. i was like i could have gone four for four but that then that weekend it's still pretty impressive yeah it, oh absolutely yeah three days about that so then i ended up going that weekend and that same spot where i shot my bird opening day there was another tom there with him so i went back there and i had that bird come in on a string right off the roost it was like it was unreal um and it was a rainy foggy morning and my glasses completely fogged up i couldn't see and he's at like 30 yards he kind of caught me off guard and i you know their eyesight is 50 times better than ours so i I just literally made a slight turn to the right and you know i'm like i'm busted so uh, i ended up going up to a spot i deer hunt and i walked in and i parked down at, at this guy's house and there was a uh there was a bird displayed up on this mound and I was like, all right, I'm going to go try to get down below and called him. He was all by himself. And I got down and there was a roadway right there and it was like a three-way intersection. I got down to the three-way intersection. I called and um, that Tom came right in. I mean, it was a matter of two minute hunt. I mean, I got lucky. I saw him, you know, he, he, right, was, he yeah, was standing yeah, up yeah. on top of the mound, but he, he came walking right down the roadway and, and I shot him and I was like, all right, sweet tag. Right, so now I'm sitting there and I'm like, just, I'm like, my season's, I'm, my season's done <laughs> and it's only the first week. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I, I I thought it's gonna about, be a long way to deer season. Yeah, so I, I brought my my fiance out. She got a Jake, and then um, I brought a friend out. He got a Tom. Awesome. And then um, I that's was almost like, as it's like oh, taking yeah. people out is almost uh, is most it's even more enjoyable. It is because you get to, you there. get to see it. You know, like yeah. Yeah. like I won't lie, I'm a little greedy when I like I like to shoot my birds first. Yeah. You know, I like to see other people shoot them, but I like to shoot them as well. Right. You know, I love um, shooting birds, but do you know what I could I could go 
almost every season without just walk, bringing people yeah, out. Yeah, right, it's a black, you know, like all day. Just people's smiles and you know when they oh, jump yeah, up the, the, the joy. It, yeah, it's oh. awesome. Even when they, even when it doesn't work out, it's like that encounter. Yeah, when, when you feel that ground vibrate, oh. Oh, it's like you know, Cameron, it, thunder chickens. That, that's that, that's the drug. There's right no there, other you know? animal like that. No, there no. isn't elk. Maybe elk, you know. Yeah, we don't got. I've never no. experienced that, but yeah. So I brought I brought my fiance out and a friend of mine and um. I ended up going up to Maine and I contacted a friend of mine who I met actually when I was moose hunting up in Maine and he, he kind of pointed me in the directions of some birds. He said, you know, you should probably go up, go check these set of power lines out and go hunt it or go, go explore it. So I did. And I walked in down this roadway and I, it was a couple hundred yards. And I said, if I get to that next hill and I don't hear anything, I said, I'm going to get out of here. So I was, you know, I'd call and I'd yelp or I'd cut real loud, trying to get something to shock gobble. And, I walked down through this ravine and I got to the hill on the other side and I didn't get anything going and I turned around to walk out and uh, this all of a sudden a bird fires up like so close to me that I thought I was busted. Um, <laughs> I literally, there was a dead tree behind me and I remember I, I just looked, there was three trees, there was two that were really small and there was a big dead tree and I just threw my back against it and I remember I was putting finishing putting on my left glove as I'm watching this tom display across this, yeah. this, this, this knob, you know, this bluff and I'm like, oh, I'm like, I hope I am not busted. And he just stayed displayed. And he came in on, uh, I'm a righty, so he came in on my right side. So it was my weak side. So I'm following him, I'm following him, I'm following him. And finally, I'm just about to get a clear shot. I was probably three seconds away from pulling the trigger. And in front of me, just feet in front of me, I hear, I hear the leaves rustling, you know. Yeah. And I turn and I look back and there's two toms directly in front of me. So I just slowly, as slow, uh, they had their heads down, they were scratching. And I, I, I turned back and I, I shot one tom and he fell over. And the other tom decided, hey, I'm yeah, hang around here. Yeah, it might turn to step up in the hierarchy, and, and he started to beat gotcha, up on bitch. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he started beating up on him, and that was a bad mistake for him. He should have taken off when he heard boom. But so rolled them both. Yeah, I rolled them both, and nice. I I called my friend. And he's like, "There's no way." He's like, "You just got there." I was like, "I was in the woods five minutes, yeah. and I'm tagged out in Maine." He's like, "That's awesome." So I went and visited them, and big big shout out to Ken for that. Thank you awesome. for uh, pointing yeah. me in that direction. It was it was unreal. So this year I'm uh, I'm ready for it. As uh, winter's very slow, it's slow. yeah <laughs> it's as slow as slow can be this i mean the slowest part too oh yeah like, march april and march. Uh, everybody's excited for winter you get yeah. christmas new year's whatever oh yeah. let's get some snow let's then all of a sudden you snow. get a day that's like oh that's what you're talking about i was yeah i was thinking now like you get a day that's 55 and you're like oh yeah it's almost spring it's almost i'm going yeah, to florida next spring. week so i'm like this can break oh, up the monotony shit, yeah. of winter yeah. i'm like good, i can't good wait then you'll, then you'll yeah. come back from florida it'll be negative three exactly yeah no 100 percent. that's how it always goes you know or i'll go down there i'll be 40 degrees yeah you know? yeah rainy and shitty out yeah exactly that's how that's my luck you know how come you don't use decoys i'm just curious Is so there just because of running gun and reason in the or? woods in the woods i mean i I'm not going to say it's definitely what it is, but in the woods, I feel like I have scared birds actually with de with decoys, you know, um, they, it, it's very, you know, they'll come up over a hill and there's a bird right there and it, 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 it startles them. I, I see mean, what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I can, in, I can in a, see that. In a field, it's a very effective method. It, right. It, I, I see what you're saying. I don't shame anybody for the way they hunt. You know, if somebody wants to hunt with decoys and their bow, I, I, you know, I truly believe that the turkeys were put on this planet to be shot in the face with number fives you know yeah, right. they, they, that's what they were put here for that's that's me some people you know they get their rocks off shooting them with a bow but i i just don't i yeah. have but um i like shooting them with a gun and and i, I just feel like it's another thing to carry you know um, right. I, I can do it with i i have done it and i can do it without a decoy and uh 
and it's it's it it's more mobile. Running gun is a lot more accessible. If if I'm hunting a field and I know I need a decoy, I will use it. You know, if the, if it's a high pressure area, or if you know if there's a lot of hens there and I gotta try to you know get him to land on me or get the hens to land by my decoy, that then I will use it. But if I'm hunting woods, a lot of the times, I, you know that Tom. It's amazing how well they can pinpoint you, you know, and oh, yeah. and, and and they'll come in yep. looking, you know. Oh and, yeah. And if you can keep him just kind of on his toes looking, I mean, a lot of the times yeah, he's gonna fall right on your lap. Yeah, exactly. And you know, a lot of the th- a lot of things that people don't realize with running gunning is, you know, it's it's very you're very um, you're going in blind. Yeah, you're going in, in blind. In and, fact, and like, you're, when, when, he, when you're talking running gunning, you're yeah. talking about either jumping spots. Something didn't happen right on the roost. Right. So now it's say yeah. seven o'clock yeah but you know what from seven o'clock to eight o'clock i don't care what anybody says there's a lull you will yeah. it is very rare that you shoot a bird from like seven to eight o'clock yeah. i mean when those toms and hens get together they have their mindset on what they're going to do yep, like whether they go right. feed or they dust themselves you shoot or, them off the roost or they're going to be hand out exactly so yeah. i mean they'll they'll dust themselves or they'll go feed or whatever they do when they get off the roost if they just so just what do you think field. an hour off the roost yeah and then after that eight, i think they hit water eight, first eight, right eight, off the roost eight they, eight thirty is like that is the time i mean okay, that's that's yeah. magic time to me I, you know, it's those hens will start, you know, you'll see five, 10 hens together in a field or in the woods. And, you know, then all of a sudden there'll be two in a tom because, you know, a couple of them have gone to their nest for the day. And, uh, well, you're that, just cutting them off. You know where they're going, then you cut them off. And, yeah. and and that's like that's a big thing in my scouting. You know, every day before work in April, I April first, I start scouting, and I I'm there every morning. So when opening morning comes, I can say, yep, they've flown down the past three mornings at five forty-two or five forty-three. I know what time that bird's gonna hit the ground. You know, right? Um, so usually, I I have a good consensus of what's going on. Um, where they are but on like saturdays and sundays i'll go scout and i know where that bird's going to be at 10 o'clock you know so at 8 10 o'clock i know where that bird's going to be so if i go to that spot at 8 or 10 o'clock i don't have to waste my time you know i can i can go right to where i know that bird has been at yeah. 8 9 10 o'clock i'm in you know i'm within a couple hundred yards of them yeah pretty much every time and you know there's always there's always room for error you know oh, people yeah, walking absolutely. through the woods oh or, yeah you know people walking their dogs or whatever you know there's there's a lot of room for error that that can happen but for the most part i mean where i scout from the time they get out of the tree to the time they go back up in the tree i know most of what they're doing nice, you know yeah. unfortunately we can't all day hunt in new hampshire and mass but maine you can so oh, yeah. it, <clears throat> maine is a, a well, it's, that's, it's nice because we're so close you can hunt till noon yeah yeah and, and then yeah, you want to go to Maine real quick? Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I was hoping to do that this year with Mass. I was <laughs> like, oh, I think Mass and Maine open on the same day this year, so I can hunt the morning in Mass, and then I can go hunt the afternoons in Maine, but it's actually a week apart, so it, oh, it's yeah, not yeah. it's not that bad. You yeah. know, it, it, it'll hopefully make my season last longer, longer. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm hoping so. So. Um, I want to touch on uh, contacts. What do you mean by contacts? contacts like you, you said your glasses fogged up oh yeah, yeah. I, I used to wear glasses and yeah, yeah i used to hunt with glasses so yeah. i used to like in the winter time when i'm trudging up ridges and it's like cold out and all oh, of a sudden yeah, you just fog you come fog. around a corner like, it's like yeah yeah and i can't I, you can't it can't work have you tried contacts i have and I, that, I actually had contacts before i had glasses and and my eye doctor was like you sure you want to do that and i was like yeah i was like because i don't want to know i don't want to have to wear glasses if i like yeah. contacts i want it to be what i know you know right and uh i put contacts in and i didn't mind them i just can't get over the fear of touching my eye you know yeah. it's like yeah I, I i can get them in there and i can get them out but it's like i gotta wrestle the things in and out of there and right. it's just it's very uncomfortable for me to do yeah and i wasn't wearing them faithfully but um 
I, I want to get LASIK surgery, but I've heard that uh, a lot of people say like low, like first and last light situations. Yeah. Um, it's very hard to uh, to see after you get LASIK surgery. So right. that's that's my fear. I don't want to do it if that's how it's gonna be. You know. Bubble. Jackson just walked in. <laughs> you want to say something? Bubba. Can you make a turkey call? <laughs> I want to touch on turkey gear. On turkey gear. Oh, boy. I can, say, I can go on for hours. About are, you running a, are you running a vest? Yeah, I, I, I just have... I don't go crazy. I mean, some guys spend two, three, four hundred dollars on a turkey hunting vest. I don't. Um, I got a redhead from Bass Pro. Yeah, I think like, that's, it's got I think the that's what I have. Blend on it. I think it was like 50, 60 bucks, maybe if that. Yeah, you know, you see like people do like purse stump, like girls do purse stumps. And, oh yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. You know, they they have everything, everything in their life is in their purse. You know, in my turkey hunting vest, I think I have an extra five, five, uh, five shots. You know, in the box, I have one mouth call one box call and you know some guys will have two three four different types of mouth calls yeah. and box calls and slate calls i always find the one that i think sounds best and that's what i run yeah you know I'll keep a spare in my truck just in case but there's no need to have four or five of them with you no. you know for clutter noise you, you want to be in my situation where i run and gun i i try to stay light and mobile as possible um sometimes the vest gets in the way it does it's I almost mean, like my, mine's got a turkey pouch in the back and it's got a seat yeah, built mine in too yeah and i kind of i kind of can't stand it sometimes yeah, yeah sometimes it definitely gets in the way but you, other times it's like oh, i'm glad i had that seat, yeah me you know? too yeah, yeah me there was too. A, you know, there's a stick or something digging in your leg. Yep. You're like, that. yeah, I'm glad I had that. But, Drop the seat down, yeah. But I I think I usually have three shells that I actively cycle in and out of the gun, you know, and if I shoot yep, a bird, I'll pull one yeah. out of the box three of five. Four. And then, uh, I, like I said, I got usually a box call, which I don't really use that much. I use it if I'm trying to locate birds. I never, I never touch base on that box call unless it's freaking blowing 30 or something. Yeah, if I if I want to get a loud call out yeah. there, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there's some mouth calls that sound like you know you got a 200 pound hen. Oh yeah, out, you I know. know. Oh yeah, it's raspy. As oh well. yeah. yeah, I mean they're, they're real loud, but they, I I I don't really touch a slate call honestly because I'm not that good at it. Uh, I'll be the first person to admit it. I I'm terrible with a slate call, but I mean a mouth call. I I'm pretty good with it um box call um, oh, it's up. nice about the mouth you can set up you know you can you can be ready and hands not worry free. about that hands free yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, exactly. so that's that's something that i really i'm a diehard mouth call hunter um but in my my vest is pretty pretty mobile i mean i don't i don't carry too much um face mask that's i mean you some wear guy, gloves too yeah i wear gloves yep. some guys don't go to that extreme and i mean honestly when you later in the season when you have a lot of green cover oh, yeah. I mean, you, you don't, don't even really to need to wear it. a face mask but i just do i mean i got a baby face and it's got the a lot freaking, of shine to it yeah, yeah but so i don't want i don't who cares and, though <clears throat> on that fact the mosquitoes <clears throat> oh absolutely when, when the leaves hit the trees the mosquitoes the, become oh fierce. my god it's oh, we like carry like 100 percent deep yeah, yeah. <laughs> spray yourself <laughs> Any advantage I can have, you know, if a glove really makes that much of a difference, I'm yeah. going to wear it. It's you know? for, it. Me, it's for the mosquito wise. Yeah. Like if, if, oh, yeah. I'm not sitting there, slap my hands 24-7, <laughs> just the freaking... All the worst. Yeah. It's like something's working in. You don't know where they are. Right. But you got one like right here. Just like, You're like, on your eyebrow. Yeah, like, twitching your eyebrow trying to get <laughs> yeah. it off. Yeah. And my friend, I, I, I brought a friend of mine out and oh, I had this bird come in on a string. This bird was gobbling. I I think I counted it was like 10 or 11 seconds this bird would gobble. This Tom, every 10 or 11 seconds. He, he just, I've never seen a bird so hot in my life still to this day. And the bird was coming in and when the bird hit the ground, we all of a sudden we heard um, Jake's in the tree neck, like literally like 20 yards away from us. And, and, I see my friend starting getting restless. I'm like, do not move. Oh that Tom is God. right on the other side of the knob yep. in front of us. And he starts slapping his hands. And all of a sudden, all the jakes, muck, muck, 
and they just start flying off, oh, taking off. And, yeah, and then the tom shut up. You know, we never saw that bird. And, right. I mean, that, and that bird came from like eighty yards to he was literally forty yards. We just couldn't see him. And um, and the you know the mosquitoes. He was sitting there swatting away mosquitoes. I'm like, oh, I'm like, come on. I'm like, sometimes you could have fight through there. it though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. you can fight through it. I you can. We, it's a mind we, over matter game. We went out last year behind my buddy Josh's house. Yeah. And oh. I, what did I forget? Bug. We forgot bug spray. And I had a hat on and my mask that was like come up to my eyebrows. Yeah. I pulled that mask right up to my hat, put my hat I, over the mask. Yeah, so yeah. I, 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 no, I didn't have a whole mask. I had yeah, like you the, had the, you had like a bow hunting, you know. Uh, you know, if you were uh, pull up, like uh, uh, if you were bow hunting, salt water fishing. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You Neck, had like uh, that yeah. thing. I had that like up, so it came up to here. So my forehead was like. Oh, it was Still nothing there. but bumps. Like, <laughs> it looked like I was alive. in high school with acne. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, do I have any bug bites? Like, Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, shoot alive. Yeah. Oh, they, they can be brutal. Springtime is awful. It's, Those fucking midges. Oh, it's oh, awful. I mean, there's some days you don't even want to go out because you're like, yeah. oh, the mosquitoes. You, you know? know, yeah, you know 8 o'clock. Fuck, the mosquitoes. Are yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> What do you run for a gun? I have just a Remington 870 Super Mag. Um, nice. Pump, super reliable. I mean... I. I know a lot of guys that run semis, a pump, you know, it's oh, a manual. pump, you can't get more reliable. You're, yeah, you're, really. you're not going to run into problems with it. No. Nope. I shoot three and a half inch long beard XRs. That's, you know, number fives. That's that. That's, that's what, what I've found. XRs to shoot. are freaking yeah, deadly. Yeah, that's the best thing. I mean, I've bought all the all the other ones, you know, and that those are the, the best rounds I can find to shoot. I even shot the TSS out of my gun, but I can't justify spending $10 a shot either, you know? <laughs> right, so yeah. I, those long, X, XLRs are freaking, uh, they're like a, a buck a like, shot, yeah, buck 50 a shot. They're, they're not cheap. No, no but it's I like mean, it's like $20 for a box. Yeah. 10, I yeah. Think. So it's two bucks a yeah. shot, but I mean, I'll pay that to shoot a turkey any day yeah. of the week, you know? Well, plus you're not, you know how your gun shoots after party padding in a couple times. So I, I actually didn't get glasses until like two years ago. I refused to. I was like wicked stubborn about it. And I was like, you know what? I finally, I missed like, I missed three turkeys in one season. I'm like, this is it. I'm like, I got to go get glasses. This is, that was my thing. It's like, I, I, I had glasses for a long time. I think, uh, like a lens fell out in the woods Ooh. and I was like, blind <laughs> yeah no, i was like oh shit man i'm dizzy yeah i'm dizzy i was something with my dad I was like hold on i gotta sit down for a second i went to go take my glasses off and i got one i'm like oh yeah no i'm good yeah, yeah. I just can't <laughs> good see. to go but <clears throat> i didn't have glasses from i don't know the time i was 13 or 15, 14 till i don't know three years ago yeah and just when you put them on and you can see like the leaves on the trees oh, yeah it's game not changer. just the block yeah, yeah, the yeah. blobs yeah Holy shit! I yeah. can see, I now I'm gonna kill everything. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so I ended up putting a gobble stopper on my gun, the True Glow Red Dot. You know, it's a yeah. It's real. It's a really affordable red dot, and it, it holds true. I mean, knock on wood, I've only had it two or three seasons on my gun now. Double sided sticky tape, right? For to what? Oh no. Okay. No, no, no I'm mine, of mine rounds. It mounts on a Picatinny reel. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like a triangle. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, but then, no, it's like a. It's it's yeah, around. Oval. It's yep. around. It's like a almost two looks points, just like a scope. two points in the side. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, 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 but yeah, it looks just like scope. a scope. Yeah, and, oh, uh, it's a red dot scope. Yeah, okay. and, and that's what I run on it. And I mean, it's it's great because as soon as your tur the turkey's head gets inside that circle, you're good. You're, it's dead. It's a dead bird, you know. And I mean, I was shooting fifty yards last year at the range. I've, I don't think I, I mean I shot one turkey once. It was probably all of that, but most of the times, you know, it's twenty, thirty yards. If the right. oh, yeah, you guys talking right about chokes? Yeah. No, not yet. Carlson. Carlson, yeah, Carlson, Carlson or Indian Creek. I mean, yeah. I, I have a Carlson in my gun. And so what are you running for what size choke? You had to ask me that. I, I was going to look at it. What do you do? Do you shoot the XLR uh, choke with the XLR ammo? 
Am I so. saying that right? XLR? Uh, it's XR. XR. Okay. XR. So he's shooting the long beard ammunition, ammunition. with the long beard choke? Uh, no, I don't think mine's a long. It's a Carlson, but I, I, I forget which one it is. Um, I end up getting the XR. See, I got a Franke 20 yeah. uh, semi, and I got the XR long beard choke. And I shot the XR through the gun and yep. I, it didn't pattern right really so yeah yeah i forget it, what mine is but it, i just got it last year and i mean game changer game, game changer yeah, i mean 50 yeah. yards it's like you're getting carlson you know, choked 30 30, 30 pellets in the head right, it's like yeah. that, that's a dead bird that's deadly oh, you know our, if we you know put out a decoy it's at like 20 yards that yeah. way i know like we like cutting over decoy that yeah i've done it ever since i grew up i don't know what it is about it it's just it's oh know. the, it's the show you get when, oh, when yeah. tom comes into a decoy yeah. they, there's nothing like it i mean you see that tom fully relaxed yeah. i mean like when you're running gunning a lot of posture i mean there's a lot of posture difference from decoy hunting versus running and gunning i mean you see a turkey come into a decoy he's usually displaying he's strutting you know he, he's calm his snoot is hanging down all the way yep. to the tip of his so beak. yeah he's relaxed he's relaxed and i mean when you're running and gunning i mean you have to almost know how to read turkey body language i guess per se um right you know the smallest thing from like a quick wing flap you know it, or just a turn of the body. I mean, he can be gone in half a second. Oh, yeah. You see that snood stand, you know, erect. Oh yeah, up, right? you know he's kind of alarmed. He, he, yeah. He, yeah, he's alarmed. I mean, you, you, as soon if for the most for the most part, when turkeys are coming in, I mean, they stay on a pretty consistent trot. You know, it's like they might favor like start to lean one way or the other. But I mean, if you start to see a turkey just stop and you see him pick his head up, you yeah. better shoot. If he's within yeah. range, you better yeah, shoot. Because and then when you hear the. Pop, yeah, if you yeah, hear, if you hear that, over. if you hear that, you're, yeah. you, it's it's all done. You might as well go get breakfast. But I mean, no, I've definitely ran, I I know what you're saying. Yeah. I definitely ran into problems in the woods with decoys sometimes, and just that other fact of if you're running and gunning, and all of a sudden sometimes you, get, you don't have time to yeah, set it you up. get into you get into that piece. You have of a wood, bird you, light up eighty yards away. Yeah, like I did you're like, Maine. Fuck, I never, you're like, you know, I just sat down and it was it especially was game it's hard over. for right. the kids because if you're going into the piece running gun with the kids, like oh shit, a bird just gobbled there. Sit right here, sit right here. Yeah, I'm set up the decoy for kids and for you know people just getting into it. Fields are hands down the best. Yeah. You know, yeah, put a blind up. Field, yeah. I mean, you you can have a full blown conversation in a blind and have a turkey walk right up to you, and, yeah. and they're not going to hear you. You can move. I mean, if you wear black clothing inside of a blind. You're, you're concealed. A turkey's not going to hear you. He's not going to see you. I mean, they'll they'll walk right right into decoys for the most part. Um, I I do that. I did that with my fiance last year. She's going to kill me for saying this too. I, I had a, I put a bird right in her lap and uh, and he it was cool. He came in. We we got out of the car. I called and I had to throw up a blind and decoy in seconds. You know, and the bird came right in. <laughs> he came right around the blind and. I'll give her this. By the feet. Yeah, it, it was pretty close, and, and, uh, and she and she ended up missing. But I mean, it was so close that that I don't blame her. I probably would have missed. Yeah, you know? it was, it, like, like you said, yeah. shooting a golf ball at yeah. him, you know. And and uh, it was cool though. He, you know, he came in displayed and he and he circled the decoy and he just he just hung out by that hen. He maybe took three steps in twenty minutes. You know, it was like he was just really? so content hanging out there. He was so glad he found a hen for the middle yeah. of the day. You know? <laughs> yeah, right? It was eleven thirty when we got there and she shot it like a le- I I have it on video on my phone. She probably shot it like eleven fifty two and I was like ugh. I was like that you know we awesome. I, I picked her up at the house. Yeah. I was like let's go. I'm like let's go go try to shoot this Hurry turkey. <laughs> and we literally hurried there like she was barely in camo or black clothes, whatever she had on and I'm like let let's go and I set everything up real quick and it was cool. I mean, in my in my eyes, it was successful. You know, we yeah. called the bird in just because just she didn't kill it doesn't mean it wasn't a successful yeah, no, one. Absolutely. You know? I get to, they put on a show for you. That's good enough for me. Uh, I, and uh, I, I got to give my fiance kudos to her. You know, she, I, I hunt 
from September 1st to December 31st, I hunt every day, you know, and she never, ever once has told me, no, you can't go, you know, the whole month of May when we're getting married, actually, this upcoming August. And she knew there were strict stipulations, no wedding from September <laughs> to December in the month of May. <laughs> there was September. no wedding. So yeah. she goes hunting with me. She shot her first bear this year. So that I means, awesome. yeah, she's she's a trooper. She really is. She, she, you know, her dad's a hunter and she grew up in uh, Pennsylvania. So, I mean, it's a, oh, way, really? of, it's a way of life down there. It, yeah. So, yeah. So she, wow. I, I I hit the lottery and people remind me of it every day. So it, it's yeah I, I'm don't lucky complain that. about that. That's it, awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good deal. <laughs> Do you any uh, deer hunting this year at all? Oh, that's I'm just I as just much as I want to touch on deer hunting for a second because yeah, I still have uh, I, I got yeah. one more thing to ask. We could, you. We could go a couple hours on oh, deer. I know, hunting. We'll I know. say that for touch a different back. day. Okay, let's let's touch on what you were just going to say and we can get on for. Uh, all right, well, well let's talk about so um, for people that are listening. It, uh, oh, yeah, never turkey hunted yep. ever in their life. They want to go out this spring. Yep. Um, go over the basics. What What would you do first? So it's opening day of turkey season. Or oh, no, let's, start with, let's start with scouting. Yeah. yeah. Um, where are you looking to scout? Um, what kind of tactics are you are you calling? Do you want to educate the birds with your call? Or are, are you certain calls you're using? Um, for so scouting. Yeah. I want to do is just from. Bare minute from start to finish. Start to yeah, finish. Start to finish. Yeah, let's yeah. let's get after that. I mean gear. I mean for, for we'll go into I'll go into gear and then I'll go scouting. For gear, I mean you're gonna you're gonna want basic camo. You don't have to buy sick of camo. You don't have to buy big. Go into camo Walmart. Guys. Go into Walmart. Yeah. Buy your cheapest pair of pants. Your yep. cheapest sweatshirt. Your cheapest hat. Gloves. Mask. You know, decent pair of hunting boots. You don't have to go crazy. Um, yeah, it's warm. It's decently warm uh, out. If yeah, you have a shotgun that has an interchangeable choke, just get a decent full choke. You don't have to spend sixty, eighty, hundred bucks on a choke. No, I mean, hell no. You just get a just get something that you know, twenty to thirty yards. You're gonna kill a bird. You don't have to buy. You know, I mean, buy a shell that's quality. Um, you don't even have to like. A, I mean, I hate to re- keep reiterating this that you don't need a decoy, but it definitely helps. You know, especially for yeah. a beginning hunter. If you're on you're, a bike, you can buy a twelve dollar foam decoy ex- at Walmart. Exactly. And my grandfather still uses those. Exactly, and they're, and they're super effective. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so it's like it I don't matter. I you mean, don't need the ABS. cardboard cutout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a, a yeah, box call. Decoy, yeah, a box call is probably yeah. the easiest call for anybody to learn how to use. That's never turkey hunted. You know, a mouth call can be a little harder. Steve, bring uh, your mic up a little bit. Um, a box call can be a little. A little easier. Um, slate's a little harder, but I mean, anybody can learn how to use a, a box call pretty much um, within a couple hours. Right. So I would say that if you got a g- good gun, a good call, camo, determination, you can kill a turkey in New Hampshire. Right. Um, yeah, absolutely. And from, from scouting, I mean, I, I usually go back to birds that I found while deer hunting or while driving. I mean, I've almost ran myself off the road a million times yeah. stopping oh, so if, if you yeah. have someone that know that you know family with property someone yep. you know with property yep. check that property out yep. driving to work you can see birds on the side of the road yeah you would oh absolutely yeah. i would pursue them it's, especially i mean if, if you have an exclusive if i mean if if it's if it's posted and you have permission i mean you have a gold mine in, in southern new hampshire i mean there's still people that try to sneak in but i mean if you can get there and have authority in the place i mean that's that's a gold mine in itself but even if not, if if you if you know there's birds, you know on a certain ridge or or in a s- certain chunk of woods or you know a certain field, I I would I never I will never ever call from the road. I I will call for turkeys, you know, right before they go up in their roost, so they're the last thing I hear, or I am the last thing they hear, and then yeah. I am the first thing they hear in the morning. You know, they're anxious to for to scouting see reasons. Yeah, like for this scouting is before season, yeah b- before, before the season. season. I don't like to call a ton, but you know. People who use owl hooters and you know crow calls and I I can hoot with my hands for owls but um, but 
the best way to get a turkey to cobble is to by calling from a turkey's perspective. Oh, of course, you know, yeah, of course. You know yeah, you, they may the not easiest. always. That's the easiest. Yeah, that's they may not always shot cobble, yeah. but I mean, people are like, "Oh, you're gonna scare birds." Turkeys hear turkeys all day long. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. all it, through winter. Yeah, I mean, there's turkeys everywhere in this state. I mean, you, it's not like they're gonna hear a hen and all of a sudden that, that bird's gonna be call shy. You know, right? So right. I, I don't, I'll never call from the road because that will educate birds. I mean, if they they see people stopping on the side of the road and calling from a car, oh, yeah, that ain't, the, that's not a turkey. Yeah, you know, that's Chevy. Yeah, that's gonna be talking sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I would, I would just put you know put your homework in. I, I would go there every morning before the sun comes up. Park your truck. Try to get into you know if if you can't see where they're roosting from the road, I would just take a, a short walk. Try to stay you know hundred two hundred yards away and just listen. You know, listen and what you know pine trees. 95% of the time. I yeah, mean, pine, bird, big bird, oaks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's 95% of the time. That's where they're roosted. Um, a lot of uh, easy way to find, not easy, but a helpful way to find roosting trees is, you know, usually you'll find big pine trees and you'll see a ton of scat on the ground, a ton of poop. And yeah. it's usually scratched very heavily right there because they're, they're going up before they go to bed, they're grabbing food. And when they first wake up, they're going for food. So, you know, whether they're eating acorns or bugs or whatever they're digging for, I mean, Usually underneath roosting trees, it's just it, it's scratched littered. up. It's yep. littered with sign, um, <clears throat> and especially scat because they. I mean, they're gonna poop all night while they're up in the tree. Right. I definitely say have A, B, and C, like at least three spots, just in case there's a truck there. In oh, the morning, absolutely. Hit your next spot or one spot didn't work out. Or you, a, B, and you C. miss yeah. or what, what, yeah, you know, there's a million so variables that you can have. Definitely but don't. You can put your time into one spot, but definitely have. You know, and, I would and, say at least. And three. I think a lot of people get hung up on the fact of, oh, well, I saw turkeys here last week, or oh, I saw turkeys here, you know, during deer season. It's like you, it's just like it's it like changes. Deer, yeah, it, yeah, it's just it like deer. Change, you got to hunt yeah. where the deer are. You can't hunt where the deer were. You got to yeah, be where yeah. they are. You know, yeah. it's same with turkeys. I mean, if you're sitting there every morning and you're not hearing birds gobble and you're just calling for the hell of it, you're There's not going to shoot a turkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the turkeys wrong. aren't there. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I mean, I'll, I'll get out. Some of my spots, I mean, I got it pretty made. I can watch right from my truck, and I know when they're going to fly down, or I can see when they fly down. I, and I, I take record of everything that happens, you know. Okay, there was, you know, the two toms were over there, and there was an, a single tom down by the swamp. And, you know, they, they all flew down at 542. And, okay, so I'm going to try to set up on that single tom opening day because right. he's very vulnerable, you know. <clears throat> the tom that's with, the two toms that are with the hens, I mean, I, I can try for them, but that lone tom is going to be a lot more vulnerable than those those two toms. Um, that's a good point. Take a, t for a beginner hunter, you know, that's someone that's scouting, especially, you know, you, you can scout from the road like you're saying. Oh, absolutely. Take a notebook with you. Even write down. Write okay, everything hey, down. This bird, these birds flew down at 545. And, right. That way you you'll know, never went, forget it. Went right to feeding, you know. Yep. Put, put their heads right down. Yep. You know, a lot of toms displaying, a lot of hens are feeding. Yep. Yeah. Make it, note of whatever. Everything, everything. And you know what? Definitely. Good spot to always find turkeys roosting are always near water rivers ponds swamps yeah. they're always good and i don't know if it's I feel like they hit that water first too when they when they drop absolutely down. but I, I also think it's a sense of security because i mean what's going to come from water that's going to come with right. them right. And, and if yeah, anything does right. come from water they, they're going to hear it you know right um you, you know see like a big old brown trout yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah, yeah no but i i mean always a, a water source is usually like i'll uh, the spot i hunt in mass um probably five years ago it was so cool. I walked in and I roosted the birds the night before and I didn't even hear there was two toms on the backside of the pond and that's where I set up because they usually roost on the backside of the pond and they fly across and there's a roadway and they display on the roadway. And uh, I set up and I look up in the tree right in front of me and there's a tom roosted 30 yards in front of me and I'm watching them display and I, it was so oh, hard yeah. for me to call and, you know, I, I didn't want them to bust me because I was pretty exposed and there was a tom like probably 
200 yards down behind him and i could very faintly hear him gobbling and you know they just surrounded this pond there was five toms around oh, no this whole shit, pond yeah. and um and that tom that was 30 yards in front of me ended up actually busting me and he took off and the tom that was like 200 yards down ended up calling that bird and i'll never forget it he come running up the road literally like you could see his whole chest swinging <laughs> oh, as, yeah. as he comes oh, running yeah. up the road and, yep. and, this is turkey baywash yeah, baby <laughs> yeah exactly and, and i had a hen actually come up she flew across the pond and uh she walked feet in front of me and she didn't bust me luckily and she walked up in the woods and she she called a little bit and i think between me calling and that hen that walked in front of me calling that tom just came running on a string and yeah and i was with my friend he was tagged out and uh and he he, he, he put a, an f word in the middle here he said don't miss and uh and <laughs> the thing was it was like it was probably the closest turkey i've ever shot it was maybe five steps and and i shot this thing and its head went in two pieces and not to get too <laughs> yeah, vulgar yeah, but it, yeah, it, right. it was it was oh, that yeah. close you know yeah. and uh i mean that's just a good 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 uh good starting point for roost um always find that and you know if you see birds in they're in a roost and they're flying down to the same corner of a field every day that's where you're going to want to be you're not going to want to be on the other side of the field and hope that they come across they i hate right. i they're hate to use, a mission i yeah. hate to use the word pattern but it, i mean it really is a pattern i mean if they're if they're flying down into the same you know cow pasture or the same you know corner of a field or the same knob or the Being same oak ridge, area. yeah, you're gonna want to be there because if if you can keep it as natural as possible, they're not gonna be as weary. They're not gonna be you know as alert. They, it's a it's a very it's just another turkey to them, you know. So I would always try to be where they come down off the roost. Um, like I was saying earlier, there's always like that seven to eight o'clock lull. Um, so don't get discouraged if you don't kill a bird right off the roost. Um, Always yeah, go back a little bit. Yeah, go get yeah. a coffee. Go, you know, go do whatever yeah, you got to do. Get a breakfast sandwich. Yeah, go dri- go drive <laughs> go around. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do, do whatever you got to do, and um, you know, eight eight thirty, hit the woods hard. Um, start walking those logging roads. Stop. Start walking those ridge tops. I mean, just just start putting boots to ground. I mean, your your legs may hurt at the end of some days turkey. Yeah. You know, six oh, yeah. seven miles. Oh you know? yeah. I I've done it. I mean, I've been with friends and helping trying to get them birds, and we've done it. But just you know, every hundred yards hit them with a fast you know loud call something that's going to get them to shock gobble and if you get them to shock gobble you got a good chance of them being susceptible to being killed you know they're 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 out looking they're not sometimes eight o'clock you know you'll still have those those toms with hens but you know you get into that nine ten eleven o'clock time frame most of those hens are on their nest yeah and and you and those toms are out you know they're cruising looking for love in all the wrong places you know (laughs) so it's it's a good time to to get them and I mean, sometimes they just, you know, you'll get educated birds that have been shot at or pressured and, you know, less is more always with calling. I, I'm a firm believer in that. I mean, I kind of want to, yeah, I want to go, <clears throat> I want to touch on that before we got too much further. It's yeah. like, um, if someone was to go in, you know, they roosted a bird, um, they're going to go up in the morning and they're going to start calling. Be there way before daylight. That's a that's a huge thing. I wouldn't do not go in there. Say the bird's landing at five forty five on the ground every day. Yeah, don't don't stroll in there at five forty and, yeah. and think you're gonna kill that bird because they are gonna bust you way before then. Get in there at four thirty, you know, even five o'clock, and get in there. Be quiet. Do not try to walk under the birds. I know sometimes it's it's got it, it's gonna happen. And <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I've done it on up. on a rainy day once. Uh, I'll never forget this Tom. I I missed him too at twenty yards. Um, this was the one of the the birds i missed when i needed glasses yeah. um but don't walk underneath them try to i don't use i never use a flashlight even when deer hunting i walk in in the dark yeah, and no, i walk out in the dark too, yeah, i yeah. i don't touch a flashlight at all i mean unless you really have to if you get especially caught especially during turkey season turkey season yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean no, some guys say oh use a red light i i just, I just rather yeah, not use anything yeah. i you know yep. if keep it as natural as possible set up where those birds have been you know 
you're going to take a nap. You're going to be sitting there for 45 minutes All before right. a show starts. But, I mean, if you're new to it, you're gonna your adrenaline's going to be through the roof just hearing that bird gobble yeah. 40, 50, 60 yards away from you. You know, you, know, you want if to, they, if, if they're landing in a certain spot, be there. But if not, just try to get close. And later in the season, it's going to be easier to get closer without getting busted because there's going to be more foliage on the, the trees. You know, it's not going to be uh, exposed, you know, like you would be in late April, early May. Right, you know? yeah. But um, definitely. Um, so do you let the birds talk first before you hit that first yeah, call, especially on the roost? I, I always let the birds fire up first. Yeah, okay. I, you know, and sometimes yeah, I mean, do the I, same thing. I've had birds that never even gobbled once. Oh, yeah. And you I, know, they're there. They're just. Yeah. I mean, you well, can see them in the tree. Last year we had an issue like where we always hunt. It was like we wait. It was like the sun's coming up. Right. I like the even even I, um we we usually when the other the songbirds start chirping. Yeah. I'm like okay, it's gonna be soon. It's gonna be soon. And I'll wait. What I'll do is wait. I'll hit a hoot tube. Yeah. And just see if I can get him to gobble right on the roost and just see. I'm like all right, they're in that general area. Even as early like. I want to say 445. I'll just start hitting hoop tubes just right. to see if something will wake up. You, and usually, like if I'm if I'm gonna go in and hunt a bird or a, a flock of birds, I know what tree they're in. Yeah, you know, I, like yeah. I, I, people are like, oh, well, how, you know, how do you get your birds so fast? Or how you know how do you how do you, roost them? Yeah, yeah you, you know, just I, figure it out. I, I, I go in there and I know what tree they're on, so I can be within 40 yards of them in the morning, and they have no idea I'm there. Right. You know, not within 40 yards, but 40, 50, 60, 70 yards. I mean, you gotta you also have to take variables into consideration that yeah. you know there may be in the wide open and you got to be 70 yards away to get to a good spot where you can call right um but uh calling right off the roost i i call as little and as soft as possible i i'll do tree yelps that are so quiet that i i can't feel like i can't even hear oh yeah yeah i know because you kind of question yourself like shit did they hear that yeah you know they did yeah absolutely i mean their hearing is like 70 times better than ours or some absurd number you know but they um i'll call until they gobble back but not continuous, you know. I'll, I'll let right, a quick wait. set of, of soft tree yelps, you know, just something to to get them interested, you know. And as soon as I get them to respond, I'll maybe call once more, you know. As soon as I know that bird, like I I let out that last yelp, and that bird fires off right behind me, I'll maybe let off one more set. And this is where that, like knowing when they fly down, comes into handy. So as soon as I know that bird has heard me, you know, say they're flying down at five forty-five, at five forty, forty, you know right around then i'm gonna start doing some getting you know, excited some yeah. clocks and and i'll do a fly down cackle sometimes and you know if i have a decoy i i won't i won't do much calling then at that point you know they know i'm there and they they see the bird on the ground at that point you know but um if not i mean i'll, I'll start getting a little more aggressive right before that fly down time and uh when when they're on the ground if if you can see a bird wide open and don't not do, move. Do, do not move. <laughs> I mean, gonna pick you out. motion. They, their, their, their eyesight is incredible. Oh, they keen um, on on anything. I don't even like to call. Actually, if I if I see a bird, and you know, if that bird's on a string, you can usually tell when they're. Oh yeah, when they're coming. Them, when, yeah. when you got them coming, I don't even I don't even call my. Uh, I put my call in the corner of my mouth and I, I just sit there and wait. I mean, that bird's coming in looking at this point. There's no need to keep calling. And, he and you know, if if he's looking that way and you call, he's going to pinpoint right where oh, you yeah, are. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know? yep. So once, that, once, uh, once I got him going, I just I'll, – I'll put the call away and, you know, I'll just let the let the bird do his thing and hopefully, you know, hopefully not get picked off by him in in the meantime you know but just be patient don't get discouraged i mean a lot of people get discouraged really fast because they didn't get a bird off the roost but that you know it's a noon time is a long time from the time the sun comes up you got plenty of day to hunt now would you uh say, say all right just like you're saying you don't shoot a bird off the roost you know 
Birds with the hens, are you going to sit in that same spot? I'll sit there until I know the birds are not in play anymore. You know, not like, in play as in they don't talk to you for an hour? Not, or? not I'll, go, I'll sit there sometimes an hour even, you know, until I hear a gobble. I need to know that when I stand up, they're not going to be You're on the other side of the hill. You're not going to bust them. Yeah. yeah. Or if I, you know, if I walk 10 yards to my left, they're not going to be in the woods right there. If I, you know, if I sit there, say they fly down, right, and they're, you know, I'm watching them 50, 60, 70 yards, adrenaline's going, you know, and all of a sudden they disappear. They go over the hill or they go, you know, down into the woods. If I hear that bird fire off, you know, 200 yards away and, you know, I, then that's when I get up and I make my move. And like i said earlier with going back to like where the birds are where knowing where they are the certain times of day it helps you in that perspective because then you can get in front of them you know if whether you got to drive down the road or whether you have to walk or whatever you have to do to get in front of those birds and be where they're going to be at that time of the day i mean yeah you always the, have an idea exactly thing. so i mean <laughs> say six thirty, seven o'clock you know those birds aren't coming in at eight o'clock okay they're almost you know usually they're at that clear cut by then or usually right. you know they're up on top of that right. that hill looking for acorns or whatever it may be you can get up in there and you know and be ready for them and a right. lot of guys kill a lot of older birds that way you know a lot of, a lot of birds that get killed off the roost and I mean, I'm not going to say three-year-old and four-year-old birds never get killed off the roost because they do, but um, a lot of the the older turkeys, you know, they've they've they, they've they've been around. They're going around. Yeah, yeah they've seen yeah. it all. You know, they, they they're they're not a they're not as as I'm not going to say dumb, but they're they're definitely more educated than oh, yeah, two-year-old 100%. birds. But I, a lot of guys get those bigger birds by just being patient. You know, if if you know they're coming into Wait a field, nine, nine yeah, 30, just or, or even if you just know a field by. they're going to, or or knowing where they're gonna be at a time of day, I mean, that's when you're going to get those nice those nice older birds. I mean, that happened to me um, in Mass once. I was down at my aunt's house and. I it was right off the roost. Luckily, I got this bird right off the roost, but I didn't even call him in. I called a hen in. Um, there was a hen that just did not like me being there. She she was very she was very Who aggravated with bitch? my yeah she was very <laughs> aggravated with my calling. And uh, what, one thing I've found I've done this I think three times now and, and called in hens and I think two of the three I've killed birds. Tom's doing it. Um, mimic them. I that's. I, oh, yeah. I will Coffee try to hens, I will yep. try to mimic a hen word for word what she says and the probably my best spurred mass bird my best spurred bird in general I mean this this thing makes any of those spurs I have over there look minuscule I I wish I should have just grabbed them off the I have them just on a on a fan mount like that yeah. but I mean they're inch and a half and they're they're thicker Crazy. than my thumb no they're shit. they're huge and, and yeah it, it was it was an old bird one of them was snapped so one's like an inch and a half and one's like an inch and a 16th but i mean just the diameter of them is unreal it's like it doesn't even look like a, a turkey spur you know it, <laughs> right. it, it's it's nuts um but that was that that bird you know three four-year-old bird no doubt and I, I only got him because i called the hen in you know and uh i've called hens in and just just had conversations with them you know just yeah keep yeah, going back and, forth. back and forth yeah, yeah. And, and that's <laughs> that spot i was yeah. referring to earlier where the pond was where i had the the bird displaying in front of me and the one come running up the road that same spot i was in there once and there's a sand pit i could see a turkey on the back side of the sand pit and uh, I couldn't tell if it was a male or female bird. It was kind of in the shade. So I, I got down in the woods, and the thing fired up, and it was a hen. And I just started talking with her, and I was like, hopefully there's a tom with her. But it never ended up happening. It was just right, a hen. Yeah. And, and she she came walking right down the roadway. It was it was really cool. You know, she was pissed I was there. But it, 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 <laughs> yeah. it was, fun, oh, it was yeah. fun to just communicate oh, yeah. with her, you know. Yeah. And I just mimicked everything she did, and she, she came right in, you know. She wanted to fight, you know. She was yeah. a dominant hen, no doubt. <clears throat> Did you guys touch on uh, like tree calling? Yeah, yeah, I did a little bit. I uh, usually, like I said earlier, uh, 
from the roost, I mean, I just soft and little as possible. Okay. Soft yeah. tree helps a little bit of you know clocking, but I don't go crazy. A couple purrs maybe, but ever <clears throat> mess with the gobble call like Kevin was talking about last weekend. Uh, uses the gobble call. Well, he but. well he said it was because uh, oh, like locating pre, like locating, locating preseason, so you're not calling to them, you know, before the season or whatever, and then dragging them. Yeah, I mean, I like I said earlier, I I, I have no problem calling to a bird. Yeah, because turkeys here, turkeys all day. Yeah. Um, to to locate them, I I can hoot with my hands. I yeah. know guys that can hoot with just their mouth, and they sound awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, I I hoot with my hands usually if I'm trying to locate. My car horn, my truck horn. Oh yeah, those you know, slam the door. Yeah. I drive down the road. You know how many birds I find from just driving down the road, beeping the horn, and they all and, stretch their necks out and sit there for a minute, and then all of a sudden, oh, the bird just gobbled up on that ridge, yeah. you know. And and I'll take note of all this, and you know, if if I don't find a bird, you know, if I don't have a bird to hunt that morning, then that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm I, right at that, you know, as the sun's waking up and. Right before the birds fly down, I'm driving around. I'm I'm trying to locate a bird for the next day, or for even that morning, I'll try to try to go in and hunt them. You know, so nice. That's great. Well, we're getting we're about an hour in. Hour in. All right, yeah. let's go into um this year's deer season. Oh then. boy, this this year's deer season was it what was, was that like? How many deer was, did you shoot this year? What's that? How many deer did you All shoot this year? All of them. <laughs> oh, a lot. <laughs> I, I got eight in Mass, four in New Hampshire. And How many in Mass? Eight. Holy and then smokes. I got four in New Hampshire and one in Pennsylvania. Yeah, what do they give you? They give you doe tags. Just keep person. Mass is. Mass. It's pretty. It's as close as you can get to unlimited without the the statement unlimited. You know, <laughs> yeah. you you can buy a doe tag a day um, when the surplus ones go on sale and they're five bucks a piece. So I when mean, you say surplus, sounds like you're shopping at goddamn CS. Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> it, it really is. Um, oh, there's doe tags on surplus. Yeah, we want to pick up get them. Yeah, it's uh, it, you know, all out. Like the the more populated zones, I'm not gonna disclose that in case anyone's listening. <laughs> but uh, the the more populated zones, um, <clears throat> they they give out obviously more surplus tags. Um, it it's nothing, you know. Every every day you go, you see deer, and it's yeah. and it it's not like anybody can just go out there and do that. But if you have experience in the woods, if you have woodsmanship, yeah. I mean that's another big thing with turkey hunting woodsmanship. I mean you have to be have the ability to you know shoot offhand and you know be still and quiet in the woods i mean same with deer hunting that's an, yeah we should have touched on that uh, pattern in your gun and what oh, if, uh, no just being still it's yeah, like, and then yeah. You, you sometimes there could be 60 yards you know 100 yards out you hear a gobble that could be the last gobble that you hear yeah you it, need to they be can come ready. In very quiet yeah. i yeah. mean those those two-year-old birds a lot of the times they come in quiet because very, they, they don't, don't they don't want to be if there's a you know an older bird they know what the punishment's right. gonna be. Yeah. If they they come, so yeah. They'll come in quiet a lot of the times, you know. Not all the time. Sometimes they roar. I mean, yeah. it, with anything. Um, but I mean, just having woodsmanship and just having, you know, knowing knowledge and being, you know, able to sit still and, you know, be quiet and not move and being able to, to be part of the element in the woods i mean that's huge i mean right. that's 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 a lot of turkey hunting too Stellar. so that's that's something for people that are beginners they should really you know work on even if you just go sit in your backyard with your shotgun on your knee just go practice it because people are going to say oh how hard is it to throw your shotgun on your knee and let and sit there for a half hour mm. go do yeah, it, it sucks. go do it it sucks absolutely and i mosquitoes mean mosquitoes are you in the forehead yeah <laughs> exactly it, it's gonna it's gonna condition you you know in like I love bear season for that that reason in New Hampshire, you know, because once bear season, you know, once our tree season gets going in New Hampshire, 
I usually get three, four bear sets under my belt at that point. So, you know, all the fidgeting and not being able to move. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get that. I work those bugs out. out, you know, and turkey season helps with that, too. I mean, the first couple of days, obviously. Kevin gonna... mentioned that on the last podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's like, you know, getting sitting, into stand yeah, shape, getting, he called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's true. It really is. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's something that's 100% true. And it's something that should be practiced. It's, yeah. it's kind of like an unwritten rule, but you need to have that. If you, if you want to be successful at turkeys, you have to, you have to, uh, you have to have good woodsmanship, one hundred percent. And and just to make it clear, if anybody is listening that didn't know already, that turkeys don't have a great sense of smell. No, no. <laughs> yeah. you, you, so you wear all the bug spray you want. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wear all the bug spray you want. Um, they they have great hearing and great great eyesight. You know that's they that's their, where they thrive. They're yeah. they're predators. I mean, I mean they're prey. They they have so many predators: foxes, bobcats. Hawks, owls. I mean, they they, they yep. constantly are on alert. So it's not like a when when a you spook a turkey, it's not like oh my god, that's a human. You know, it's it's a predator. That's all they see right, is, right. is 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 it something that's not right to them. So they, you know, coyotes, foxes, they're always preying on turkeys. Yeah. I three four years ago, I was deer hunting and um, I had this coyote walk right up to me and I, I was I drew back on him and I was just about ready to shoot him and there was just one little small pine in the way. And he, he saw me draw, and he bolted. And about 10 minutes later, here he comes back, running right back by me with a turkey poult in his mouth. And I was really? watching the turkeys feed right next to me. And I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, really? I should have shot through that tree just trying to deter <laughs> right? him, you know? Yeah. So anyways, the the the, uh, the coyote ran by with the poult in his mouth. I got a video of it on my phone, and he, um, he took off, and then... I want to say like a half hour later, five deer come walking by, and I end up getting. I shot a doe out of the group, so it was a nice. big doe, 144 Think pound of the doe. Odds of that, you seeing turkey, coyote, and deer. Yeah, no, this is, that, that's yeah. like. Where are even spot. Emma? Yeah, yeah the, actually, actually, Kevin, Kevin helped me pull a deer out of that piece of woods this year. So Kevin's a Kevin's a great kid. He, uh, he, you know, I, sh I, I had a bad referring back to deer season. I had a really bad run of luck. I, sh I shot a huge buck this year, never recovered it, and then uh, two days later, I shot a doe, never recovered it, and then. The, the next it was like the next day or the two days after that it's all I, archery yeah this is all archery i shot it i shot another doe and <clears throat> i watched my i was using my crossbow and i watched my bolt hit her right behind the shoulder i'm like man that was a perfect shot i'm like how is that deer not dead and kevin's like what do you he's like i can come down right now i'm like i think time's in our favor because i walked to the edge of the swamp where i shot and i heard her get up and um so i was like i know it's a far drive for you kevin it's about 40 minutes i'm like can you meet me you know at midnight he's like yeah no problem so we went in there at midnight and she was he right there midnight, dead no problem. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah. He was, he, you know and he, he dragged the thing he helped me drag it and you know he took a couple great pictures for me and uh the um it was it was you know good bonding time with him yeah. he's super super good dude we both brought our deer down to the taxidermist um the buck he got this year and the buck i got we nice. both we both brought our deer down um to the same taxidermist in connecticut this year so connecticut yeah we go to uh yeah, Dave plug Berger, plug plug it's um, Wild Arts Taxidermy. He's his work is outstanding. You it's, guys brought a lot of deer down there, didn't you? Neil, Neil Pendleton brought I think because we're all friends, me, Kevin, and Neil. I think Neil brought five. Um, I brought one. Kevin brought one. A couple other friends. Five. Yeah, my, five my buddy, yeah, they're all. They got a picture on Instagram. You should see my five deer yeah. I shot this year. My buddy Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy Ryan. He brought a nice uh, Boone and uh, I think it was. No, Pope and Young. I'm sorry. It was Pope and Young, uh, Velvet Deer. He got uh, like the second or third day in New Hampshire archery season. Yeah, Beautiful I, yeah buck. I've seen that deer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's he's like perfectly. Yeah. Perfect, perfect symmetrical. Perfect. Coyotes got to it a little bit, but he got the important part of it. You yeah. know, I, he's, that was uh, my, that was, what 
you it was know, like the third day of bow season yeah, or something yeah, like that. Like it was super early. Bit, yeah, he called me that it. night and he was like, "Dude, he's like, I shot a monster tonight." And he's like, "But he's like, I'm gonna go back in the morning and look for it." And you know, he's I got a, when I, my phone went off and I see a text <clears> from Ryan Bros and I see a picture in the icon. I'm like, "Oh, nice." I'm sweet, like, "Sweet, yeah, yeah, it was good deal." And he's he brought that there. He wanted to get it scored first so he could get Pope and Young with it before he uh, brought it down there. But definitely. You guys give him some business down there. It's not. It's not even taxidermy at that point. It's art. You know, his his uh, his showroom is just like all African game and every you know every piece in there. You know, tells a story. He's got like a a leopard up on a tree limb with a. Dead. Impala in yeah. its mouth and hyenas underneath it, like three or no four hyenas. Shit. His, his work incredible. is it's art. It's not you know. And I was referred to him by a couple people, and he you know his his work is just outstanding. It's 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 one of a kind. It's it's yeah, art. It's a poke down there. Yeah, it's but it's worth it. You know, yeah. and it's not like the you know he's very he's he's the same price as everybody around here. So if you're willing to make the you know for me it's a two hour drive for you guys. It's probably like a three and a half yeah, hour right. drive. But if you're willing to make that drive, I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about any taxidermist. Two hours isn't that far. Like no, and I mean there's great taxidermists in this state no, too. You like but what you like. but yeah, yeah, I mean he's he's incredible for what he does for work. And I I've seen other work he's done with turkeys and you know ducks and stuff like that too. And it's really good really good quality you know it looks it tells a story when you look at the right, mounts yeah. you know so That's hopefully good. get mine back sooner than later but i understand tax <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. i'm anxious oh, yeah. though you know <laughs> so might be a couple years there's a, guy, there's a guy in the area that's just booked with 2019 uh 2018 deer oh no kidding nick brought his yeah, yeah. bill murtaugh wow freaking that's year and a half you'll get your deer that's back. a long time yeah <laughs> I, I, would, I would be too anxious he stays busy though yeah absolutely i mean it, it, it's a dying breed too. And i'm pretty I mean, sure that's yeah. all he, that's i would all he like does to deer. i got too much shit going on yeah i gotta, I gotta stop just stop I, I like to dabble in everything yeah, I, like, yeah. you know, I like i like i like try it out <laughs> i like doing mounts you know you buy the mount kit from right. turks uh turksy uh, taxidermist sites and stuff like that or like you could just build one yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. i used to like make that. my own obviously that yeah. didn't look i mean i was i was younger when it came to that but right. like now just to the point we could buy the kits and they turn out like that right, so yeah. it's like yeah. it, i wish i had the money it was of course the year i shoot the bird like that you know and to get it done by like a good reputable uh reputable taxidermist would have been oh, to get like 70 a, bucks 80 bucks no 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 to do the oh, full mount. all it the full mount like yeah, yeah. yeah. like literally the week before i just moved out of my parents house i bought like four or five thousand dollars in furniture i just moved into my first place and yeah. i was like of course you know i'm like this is when it happened so i ended up just doing a uh that fan mount but how do you uh dry your uh borax borax yeah i, I don't even keep them anymore do I, you know what i uh do you know the trick i found out the, oh, yeah. the uh <laughs> the um shirt hanger you, no. you take the clips on the no so yeah i hit it with borax yeah like there's a couple things i do but uh the biggest thing i do you go buy a cheap hot uh dehydrator yeah and you just stick them in the dehydrator and it dries it right out yeah you obviously like, like you two days you, you yeah. pin them up on a piece of cardboard right. and, I, and i cut where the meat has to dry right. out and I just stick it in there for a couple of days, and it dries it's, it no, right out. No, it's two like, days. Yeah, done, literally, you can dry it out to I've a, done like a rock. All the oh, I've done. We don't have all the fans. Probably here, the past three yeah, of mine. Yeah, that fan is. I don't know. Did I do that fan? I left that I fan know. on my that, dashboard. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> <on my dashboard. laughs> that must have smelled real good. <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah, but yeah. no, yeah, that fan and uh, Nick's Nick's fan. Nick's, I Nick's did a boys couple fans. And Nick's, yeah, it, like in a dehydrator. Throw the cap on two perfect. two That's days. It's ready to roll. Good tip for the yeah. beginners, you know. Yeah. You shoot a bird, and you don't want to get a full mount. Yeah, and there's a yeah. lot of people that you know they want to like. I've been asked like, "Hey, how do you do a? How do you do it by yourself?" And it's just like, just like it, you did. I start out. I wouldn't do it in salt. Yeah. Salt keeps that moisture right yeah. to it. You can tell it takes forever. Yeah. And then uh, 
like you said, borax. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Go to Walmart. Go in the detergent section. Three dollars for anyone can't shelf. find yeah. no bottom shelf detergent. <laughs> go into the detergent, detergent section. section. Yeah. It's three bucks for a box. A that box you, you'll never use box. all of it yeah. in your lifetime. You know, right. uh, on turkey fans, anyways. But yeah. It's uh, that's what I do with all the the beards that I have on that beard display. Yeah, you know, that's I, what I usually put them in a bag of borax. Yeah, and, and sucks moisture right out. Yeah, of it. and not just leave the feet like, like he said, I I put the feet up on my dashboard. You know, yeah. and I just let them dry. It's not yeah. like they smell. I mean, if they do, it's. I see you shave the skin off all your spurs. Yeah, I did. Some guys bleach them. Um, I don't. I like the natural look. I mean, it's not. Most people aren't looking at the bone that the spur is connected to. They're yeah. looking at the spur itself. You know, um, the spur cap, I should say. But it's uh. I just I take Spur the sk- cap. Yeah. Never even heard of that. Yeah, I just take the uh peel the 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 skin the, off. Yeah, yep. the skin off and then just put them on there and that's how they look. Actually, those caps, a few of them when I've when I cut the you know, bo- above and below the spur on the the foot, the cap itself is slid right off and I had to super glue them back yeah. on there. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 So huh. Yeah, I'll show you after. But sweet deal, man. Um I don't know, we're wrapping up on time here. Where are we at? I don't know. Probably got an hour and 20. Yeah. You got a long ride home. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's an <laughs> hour and 45 minutes, but. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. No, this thank you for awesome. having me, guys. We it was love, awesome. I had, a, I had a blast. Yeah. We love really having guys up here in New Hampshire give out tips to people and yeah, stuff. Absolutely. And I'm, I hope at least one person can take one thing away from this, you know. Yeah. yeah. Let's it, do like one more <clears throat> hot turkey tip since it's coming up. It's coming up. <clears throat> what would be your biggest scout? Biggest tip? Scout. 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 If you don't if if you put your time in, you're gonna kill a turkey. If okay. if you take what time of year should the people be looking? If I'm they, a diehard, so I start April first. But if you if you're just hunting New Hampshire, you know, if you're just looking to kill your first bird two weeks before the season, a week before the season, I mean a week before the season you're gonna start to see a lot more guys out there. Yeah. So like with me, you know, my spots I'm I'm pretty much left alone where I do hunt. Um Except for my buddy Jake, who who found it too, but um, <laughs> but usually you can see like where guys are going to be as well. You know, you're going to see guys pulled over on the side of the road that first light in the morning, or people you, that are yeah, that are that are turkey be, hunting. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. You, you're going to see where a lot of guys are going to be, and it kind of gives you an idea of where you're not going to want to be opening day. Right. You know, put your time in. It's just like deer hunting. You put your time, and you're going to be rewarded. The more you scout, the better off you're going to be. Yeah. Um, and be patient. Don't get don't get discouraged. I mean, that's that's persistence is a lot of it you know you get discouraged it's never going to happen so what's the biggest thing you probably run into that i don't know what's your downfall even though you've been very successful you shoot birds every year do you have a downfall hmm. <laughs> when it comes to turkey I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of my weakness do you yeah hmm not enough time off from work obviously oh, but that's, <laughs> that's everyone's that's everyone's um, like, just quit yeah no i wish i oh, wish man. i wish i could do this full time honestly i don't i think Maybe my calling, but I I still think my calling is it's better than subpar. It's 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 good, but I mean I I, w- I would like to learn how to use you know a slate call Kiki run you know yeah <laughs> Kiki, Kiki run, run. <laughs> I'm I'm not I I've I've been working on it, but it's not something it's not yeah. one of my strong points. But I'm not a big fall hunter, but I mean birds Kiki call in the spring. I've oh, heard yeah. it. Yeah, you know, yeah me too. They they, sure. they do it. Tom's at, yelp. Yeah, I, I mean, they do it. It's it's amazing. You know, people think it's, oh, well, that's just a fall call. It's an assembly call. You know, the Kiki call. No, is, I've heard it definitely. It's just a flocking call. It's, yeah, all, it, it's it all it is. And, you know, I, I one time there was a, a hen that she came walking behind me on the edge of a field. And uh, she was she was Kiki and then yelping, you know, like it would be like Kiki, two yelps, Kiki, yelp, Kiki, three yelps. And 
it was like she was letting those the toms that were behind her know it was okay, and the toms crazy, came yeah, they crazy. came over, but they it's were just like, out of range. I couldn't get a shot at them. But they it was, send it that was, hen out as a scout. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. any any time like that scenario though, you learn from that. You're like, oh, absolutely. Okay, you look, you and can see what they're that. doing. Yeah. And and just because like for new hunters, if you go out there and just because you don't shoot a turkey that year, you're gonna learn a wealth of knowledge. I mean, oh yeah, it's you're gonna learn a lot along the way. Um, you're gonna see a lot of shit that you would never see yeah oh, yeah. yeah exactly you and you know what guys are like oh well what if it's raining out what if it's windy out what if it's you know what if it's cold that's you're not gonna go kill, you're not gonna kill them yeah. from the couch you, you know that's you, when you go out yeah you, you got to get out there you're gonna be the only one out there you know like I, I there was a couple times this year deer season second week of shotgun well rifle for you guys with shotgun down my way it was pouring rain you know like 35 degrees out it was yeah, miserable. No, I remember that, yeah. and, and i i still went out you know and it's like i didn't see anything that night but I'm not going to kill one from the, from the couch right. either, you know? Could it happen? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and if it's raining, windy out, op- like openings, fields, you know, logging roads, cuts, those are the places you're going to want to be. You're not yeah. going to, you're not going to want to be in, you know, hard timber trying to call they're birds. They're picking fields in yeah, the rain cause, or just cause, after rain. Right. Cause like I said earlier, they're prey. They, they're, yeah. you know, if you go to a field, they can see and they can hear, you know, and they're not going to have their sense of hearing as well, but <clears throat> They're going to be able to see for quite a way in a field or a cut or an opening, you know. So that's a good starting point always when there's, you know, bad weather. Right. Um, that's always where I start if it is bad weather. <coughs> and it is really cool to see a turkey's feathers, all the water fall off when you shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> you see all the water. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. You see the big <laughs> splash behind them. It's, it's, that's quite the sight to see in itself. Nice. So good deal. Yep. All right. So. Well, where can people find you on social media if they wanted to follow you? So follow I'm, your stories around. Yeah, I'm on uh, Facebook. My name's Steve Champa, C H A M P A. Um, I'm on Instagram. It's uh, New Hampshire underscore Beards underscore Bucks underscore and Ducks. ducks. So <laughs> it's I that's, read that one a couple of times last night. Yeah, yeah. hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my lifestyle all in one. You know, deer hunting, turkey hunting, and waterfowl hunting. So and hunt the east. He's got a hunt the east sweatshirt yeah, absolutely. on. Absolutely. This is my my buddy Ryan. I was referring to earlier. He's uh, I believe he has a website for it. If not, he's on Facebook. He's got some apparel for sale. Check him out. He's a good guy. We're gonna local. try to put this video up on YouTube. I don't know how it's gonna come out. It's probably gonna take an, a day to export. Cause yeah, it's gonna be a freaking huge hour. file. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. huge. Yeah, absolutely. But uh. Yes, yeah, is awesome. We'd we'll love to have you on again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't get to finish your deer story, so we're going to have you back on before. Duck hunting and absolutely. deer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I ain't duck hunting. Duck hunting. It's um, all right. It, turkey right. season's next. Let's get everyone yeah, pumped Yeah, no, absolutely. Right. Turkey, but. Tur- turkey season, let's get excited for it. Everybody be safe. We'll come back This on. summer. Yeah. yeah, this summer, man. Be safe but, uh, out there and have you know have a good season. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully see a lot of dead Tommies up on, yeah. on Facebook and Instagram. Everybody post it. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much for having me, guys. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Let's do it. Thank you.